pray. Amen. I was just studying, thinking about uh, just being happy. There's nothing like it. Just being happy and having peace of mind. I want to read you two passages of Scripture tonight, if I can, please. Psalms 1. Uh, just a portion there. Psalms 1, and beginning in verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law doeth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. That word blessed there in Psalms 1, and the first word there is simply also could be translated happy. Now I go to Psalms 90. Psalms 90, verse 1. Lord, Thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever Thou hadst formed the earth, and the world even from everlasting to everlasting. Thou art God. Thou turnest men to destruction, and sayest, Return, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Thou carest them away as with a flood. They are as a sleep in the morning. They are like grass which groweth up. In the morning it flourisheth and groweth up. In the evening it is cut down and withered. For we are consumed by thine anger, and by thy wrath are we troubled. Thou hast set our iniquity before thee, our secret sins is in the light of thy countenance. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are three score years and ten, and if by reason of strength they be four score years, yet in their strength labor and sorrow are soon cut off and we fly away. Who knoweth the power of thine anger, even that according to thy fear, so is thy wrath. So teach us to number our ways, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Return, O Lord, how long, and let it repent thee concerning thy service. O satisfy us early with thy mercy, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. I like that. Verse 14. Now, I can't believe that this is uh, the end of 2023. I mean, it just seemed like it just blew it away. And we'll be soon celebrating another year that's gone by. And God has given to us a brand new page on the calendar. That's not a dirty page on the new calendar. Think about that. we got a brand new calendar, a brand new start. Now, this is a time of year that everybody wishes our friends and our loved ones a happy, prosperous New Year. I've learned one thing in life that's for sure. For every effect, there's a cause. And there are certain things that affect happiness and prosperity in one's life. I like what one man said to me some time back. I prayed for God to let me win the lottery, and I won. 
but I forgot to ask God to let me win a lot, and I only won five dollars. <laughs> I do know this: watching people's lives all these years, money alone does not make anyone happy, no matter what the amount is. They always want more. Now, happiness is very important to us all. I've never seen anybody wish for unhappy. Now, although I have met some that they seem to work at being unhappy, the word happy is found in the Bible 26 times. And each time God suggests how to be happy. Now, when you think about being happy, uh, I believe this, you've got to work at it if you really want to be happy. And number one is trust in the Lord. Uh, Proverbs 16, verse 20 says, And whoso trusts in the Lord, happy is he. You know, people's got a Christian drawn in their minds as, and poor little Christians, they're always unhappy. They can't do what the rest of the world does. I, I laughed at somebody when they were talking to me about this one time, and I said to them, man, since the day I got saved, I've been as happy as times of my life, and the Lord has blessed me on every side. Now, I do know this. Uh, I, two of our friends uh, some time ago uh, just uh, lost their wives, lost their niece, and uh, some money, and um, me and my wife got together and gave them some money and uh, said to them at the time, you know, we just want to be a blessing to you. And I never will forget what they said to us. They're just trusting the Lord to see them through. Like uh, that's the last resort. Now, the happiest day of personal life is when they trust the Lord for salvation, number one. But we are to continually about trusting the Lord for everything. Romans 1 verse 17 says, The just shall live by faith. So happy is a Christian who looks to God for everything. My God shall supply all your need by Christ Jesus, the Bible says. I like this uh, when it comes to prayer. You know one of my favorite scriptures in prayer? God said, Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. Not little prayers. Not asking God for little things. I asked Him for big things. Amen? And I've never been unsatisfied. God's filled it. The second thing I believe is it's needed to be happy or obedience to, to God brings happiness. William Booth said, The secret of his joy was I never say no to the Lord. One man put it this way, Since trusting Christ as Savior, have you made a public profession of your faith? Number two, have you obeyed the Lord in water baptism? Number three, are you obeying the Lord in giving back to the Lord His tithes and offerings? And number four, have you obeyed the Lord in soul winning and church attendance, reading your Bibles daily and in prayer? And number five, have you obeyed the Lord in soul winning? Now, Here's what I'm saying. One man put it this way. You might as well try to uh, beat back the ocean tide with a pitchfork 
uh, as to try to be happy as a Christian without being obedient to God. You can't do it. Proverbs 14, verse 21 promises, He that has mercy on the poor, happy is he. Now someone said, a man needs three things to make him happy. Someone to love, someone to do, something to do, and number three, something to hope for. Now a Christian has all three. Someone to love. First John four nineteen said we have him, we love him because he first loved us. Do you know what? If I didn't have nobody else in the world, I know I love the Lord. I pray every day, Lord, teach me to love you more. But as best I know how, I love him every day of my life. Secondly, something to do. The Christian have uh, helps the poor. He helps the needy. He wins lost souls to Christ. He lifts burden. What I'm saying is a child of God has always got something to do. I mean, we're, uh, somebody say to me a lot of times, a preacher, as a preacher, you must live a dull life. Are you kidding? I have more fun, and I have I've stayed busy just uh, helping people and loving people and winning people to Christ and doing things, and I'm busy all the time. So i got plenty to do. And number three, something to hope for. Titus 2 verse 13 says, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. I look for Him every day and I pray every day, even so come Lord Jesus. Now I want you to go back with me for just a minute to Psalms 90. Now, the Bible says if we live to be three score years and ten, that's 70 years. It's a but a very short time, and then we fly away. The problem with most people that I know and admit all these years, they don't understand what life is all about. Paul said in First Thessalonians 4, verse 13, But I would not have you to be ignorant. Now, you know what that simply means? God wants you to know something, and I found something out. The more you know about something, the less you fear it. A happy person is one who has the right attitude about self, number one. Number two, the gospel. Number three, life itself and death. Paul had a right attitude about himself. In Romans 3.10, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. You know, a happy person I know is when he realizes I'm a sinner and I need to be saved by God's grace. David had a right attitude about himself. David said, I have sinned against thee and the only, O Lord. You know who your sin is against? I was talking to a man here a while back, and, and he said, I never realized that. I said, you don't sin against somebody. You might do them wrong, but your sin is against God. A man can't forgive you your sin. Only God can forgive you your sin. So your sin is against God. And what I'm saying is, when you realize... Uh, that uh, life is about uh, being close to the Lord and confess your sins to the Lord, then you, your life is right. The second one, the gospel. A, a happy person is a, one that has a right attitude about the gospel. Paul had a right attitude about the gospel. In Romans chapter 1, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. 
I had two men in this church when we were growing out of the wall several years ago come to me and said, we need to talk to you, preacher. I said, come on in, sit down. They said there in my office, they said, can't you preach anything else but salvation message and the gospel all the time? I said, that ain't up for discussion, thank you. And I mean it. That as far as I'm concerned, the gospel is the main subject of everything. The gospel is that the Lord Jesus Christ died for our sins. <laughs> Life, somebody says you have to have a right attitude about yourself. You have to have a right attitude about the gospel. But you also have got to have a right attitude about life itself. Paul had a right attitude about life. In Philippians 1 verse 21, For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. I mean, Mary was talking about my brother's place out. He's got a beautiful place on a lake. I had the property right side of it years ago. I bought that property and I got saved and I sold it. And uh, I go out to see him every once in a while. He said, look what you sold. Look at what you could have had now. I paid $500 for that place when I bought it and it's worth $250,000 now, just that lot on that lake out there. He said, look what you could have had now. I said, yeah, but the problem you don't understand is my life might have been ruined too. Because all I wanted to do then was ski. I mean, I'd rather ski and eat. When I got through working all week, laying block, I'd go out on Friday and ski right on through Saturday and Sunday after church. I'd be out there on that lake skiing. And I sold that property. I said, Lord, I can't own this property and serve you too. And I found out I got rid of that property. I've thought about this many a time. I wonder where my life would be if I'd have kept that and kept on doing it. I thank God that I got rid of it, got it out of my life. And I know one thing, I'd rather serve the Lord than anything. Solomon knew what life was all about. Turn over to Ecclesiastes. I want to show you something. There's a, a little boy come in my office one day, and uh, I've told this story so many times, but it's so true. He came in my office, sat down with me. He was a hippie, you know, and he threw his hand up, and he says, what is life all about? And I said, I'll tell you what it's all about. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. You know what I found out? I'd rather serve the Lord. Amen. You know what? God's going to bring us all into judgment. And then uh, a, a happy person is one who has the right attitude about death. Somebody was talking to me about this here a while back. I'm not afraid to die. Not one ounce. Now, I remember before I got saved, lightning struck a stump right by where I was working one day, and, man, I got under the house trying to hide from it. And I trying to hide from God. And I never will forget it. Uh, God said to me, just as, not outward, but just in my heart, uh, God can get you under the floor just as good as He can get you on top of the floor. I scared to death of lightning. And I still very uh, give it uh, plenty of respect. But what I'm saying is, you know, ever since I got saved, I'm not afraid to die. 
I don't I think about how I might die sometime, but I never have been afraid to die since then. You know why? Have some body prayer for the Lord. I mean you think about it. I had a man set him off one day. I laughed at him. He pulled out a thirty eight, I'd point his wife to the Lord and he didn't like it. He said, I come in here to kill you. I said, You gonna threaten me with eternal life? Are you out of your gourd? You shoot me, I just go to heaven. Amen. And what I'm trying to say is, if you got a right attitude about what God's got attitude about, the right attitude, you're a happy person. You get in a mess and mess up your life, you're not a happy person. And you know what? I I just like to be happy. I just really do. I like to give and I like to uh, receive gifts from people and just share life of how good God has been to me and all those that's around me. And life is good. You know that? Just turn off the TV. That's all you got to do. Quit looking at that mess. Because they don't know what they're talking about no one. That's all you got to do. Stand with me, would you please? Heavenly Father, you're so good to us. And we can never thank you enough. But we're going to keep trying and praise your name for all the good things you do for us. And everything that happens in our life, we want to experience them. Because they're great experiences of life of learning. Teach us to do better every day of our life. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Thank you so much for being here tonight. Oh, I wonder.